Hey, you're listening to the Opening Statements podcast brought to you by HyperChat Social, the podcast bringing you real lawyers and their real stories. I'm Laura. I'm Rebecca. And this week, our guest is a really awesome dude who is a graduate (laughs) of St. Thomas University School of Law in Miami Gardens, Florida, a family lawyer of nine years and partner at Bear Wilson Sharma. Good to have you today. Uh, nice yeah. to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yes, Wesley. So today, his most prestigious honor, he joins the Opening Statements podcast. Court is now in session. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, why, just to get right on into it, we're going to go through a little bit of background about you. Why do you practice law? You're specifically family law, correct? Yeah, I mix in a little. Our firm has uh, personal injury and immigration, mm-hmm. and so I've started doing some yeah. personal injury um, but uh, my quote unquote expertise is yes. uh, family passion. law. Yeah. Yeah. Why family law? Um, well, I have a, I, I tell clients this, so I, don't, I, have a, I have a 14 year old daughter mm-hmm. from a, uh, I'm married, but she is from a previous relationship. Um, and she was born during my first year of law school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, I, was interested in that sense, kind of going through some of the process on my own, if yeah. that makes sense. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I happened to go to, as I was out of law school, and, and I happened to go to a um, a meet and greet, I guess, at, yeah. a, at a law firm. And it was a family law firm and just trying to meet lawyers and all that. And uh, they liked me. I, I, I liked them. And we just start, <laughs> I started working for them. And I'm still doing family law. So yeah. there we go. If you weren't doing law, what do you think you'd be doing? Ah, um, <laughs> what do I think I would be doing based on just or, or like my actual you know degrees and things or Ooh, what I would want to do? What you would want to do? Yeah, that's that's funner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess besides you know being a professional athlete of some sort, oh, well, which seems which seems fun. Uh, I like yeah. to cook, so I think something related to chef work, restaurant, yeah. something like that. But I also have heard that cooks have, chefs, sorry, not cooks, mm-hmm. have a, um, not the best life, you know, long hours, you're, yeah. you're out at night, having kids now, that it seems like that would be difficult, so. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Nights and weekends, it's not my cup of tea. I, I like to have my nights and weekends, so Same. yeah, I like having a job that's Monday through Friday. <laughs> it's nice. Now that you've done a little bit of personal injury as well, what would you say the biggest difference between family law and personal injury would be? Besides the obvious, yeah. Um, <laughs> probably the, interacting with the clients is, yeah. is probably the biggest thing. Just because with a personal injury case, I, I tend to find that you, you call the client, you say, "Hey, we just we got to get all your medical records." Um, you call and make sure if they're if they're going to any treatment or anything like that. Um, but but other than that, they they don't call often until because mm-hmm. until they're done with treatment. Um, and you say, hey, we've sent an offer. It's going to be 30 days. They kind of leave you alone, right? Yeah. Um, with family law, um, depending on the type of case, they, the, the, the clients are um, – they, they need to talk to you a lot more, let's say that. Um, a bit more hand-holding. I don't say that in a bad way, yeah. but uh, there, there's a lot of emotion that goes on with, within their cases, especially if there's kids involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you just get a lot of clients who uh, reach out to you a lot. Um, they want to tell you about everything that's going on. And, yeah, not and, just the point and, at hand. No, in <laughs> personal injury, you don't get 
that and, and the yeah. emotion aspect mm-hmm. of it too because sure. depending on what they're calling you about and, and, and their specific life in that moment, it's the biggest deal ever. And I'm not yeah. saying it's not, but you, you don't normally get, unless there's like a catastrophic type injury or something mm-hmm. with, with a personal injury, you don't necessarily get that. But on a day-to-day basis, if I'm dealing with kids um, and well, they did this and I didn't like that. And then, you know, you, you've got to kind of talk, talk them off the ledge a little bit and make yeah. sure they understand that it's not, it's not, it's going to be okay. We'll, it's gonna, we'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. so. There's light at the end of that tunnel. There is. <laughs> There's like a few aspects to family law, right? There's all kinds of different components to it. Yeah. So most people will ask and they'll say, so you, when I say family law, they're like, so like divorces, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah divorces, but I, you know, that's not the only aspect of it. I mean, within a divorce, um, the issues could be child custody, visitation, child support, uh, division of assets, division of debts, um, homes, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the sub genres, the sub elements of it, the, you know, child custody can be a, a real big aspect of it. You could come in and not be married and only deal with child custody, oh. and visitation and child support. Mm-hmm. I've done adoptions. I've done yeah. cases in juvenile court, um, whether it be. Dependencies, which are, you know, the, the court has to come in and um, the state has to come in and remove kids from home. Mm-hmm. Um, physical abuse, mm-hmm. sexual abuse, um, you know, you deal with all different ones. So I'd yeah. say divorce is my biggest, you know, the majority of what I do is, is divorce, but it's not the only thing. Yeah. Do you have a favorite component that you prefer to, not prefer, but do you have... Like, when oh boy, the <laughs> annulment. Let's go. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, yes. Typically, when someone comes in, I'm like, please be a divorce. So, <laughs> um, no, you know, I do tell people, I'm always like, look, um, when it comes, I know I do this for a living, yeah. but I'm not necessarily an advocate for divorce. You know, like sure. I, I would love for your marriage to work out. Like I don't, I don't want you to be here, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't really enjoy that aspect of it. Um, I think. I probably say custody, though that is probably the most stressful. I can imagine. Um, yeah. But when when it's when there's a legitimate custody case and you're you're trying to prove, you know, that it's in the best interest of your child or, mm-hmm. or this person's child or children that mm-hmm. they should be with your client, um, that's probably the most fulfilling. When when yeah. it goes your way, it's also probably the most devastating as an attorney when it doesn't go your way, um, because most people, you know, if you don't get the house or uh, a judge decides uh, you have to give your wife or husband 70% of your 401k. Yeah, that sucks. Don't get me wrong. And, yeah. and clients don't like to hear that, but that's mm-hmm. money. When a judge says, yes, I think your children should live with your spouse the majority of the time rather than live with you. Um, if you're on the the uh, the negative side of that, uh, that's that's not always fun. So No, yeah, I would say not. I could only imagine. What do you, What was your first case like? My first case, um, so I, well, my first case, I don't know if I'll I'll say my first in court experience, I guess I was working um, at a firm and it was only, God, I had to have been like the first two weeks. And initially I was just doing, you know, drafting complaints and things of that nature. And one one day I followed the partner in to court Mm -hmm. and I was just sitting in the background, you know, listening, um, and, we have a we have a recess, and I remember we go out into the hallway, and I say something to him. I can't remember what I said, but I said something to him in terms of, hey, you know, you should, I, I think you should talk about this or whatever. And he goes, okay, that sounds good. Why don't you do the closing? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, and he was, like, he was like, yeah. And I was like, 
oh, all right, you know. And in my head, I'm like, you can't be serious. Like, I haven't. Yeah. This is my first time being really in the courtroom and, <laughs> yeah. and doing a case, right? And sure enough, I mean, he's like, I, I leaned over. I was like, so you're, you're serious? Like, and he was like, yeah, yeah, you, you can do the closing. And I was like, uh, okay. And I probably sweat through every ounce of clothing that I had at that point. <laughs> I, just only imagine. I wasn't prepared, you know, because yeah. I just wasn't, it wasn't my case. I thought I was just coming in to, to observe, right? Yeah. And, and in terms of the closing, I just went with what I had heard, you know, that day in De- court yeah. and I didn't really have like the facts and everything with it. So it was just nerve wracking to, to stand up there in front of a judge and I'm the clients sweating. are there. And all <laughs> no, that. I could not imagine. That wasn't, that wasn't too fun. I'm not, nec- I'm not a fan of that. I've heard, you know, there's horror stories about, you know, you become uh, an associate at a firm and they throw you a, a file and they're like, go figure it out. Courts tomorrow yeah. or something. It's on like, TV all the time. Yeah. You yeah. hear stuff about that. I don't think that's necessarily the norm per se. Um, it's good to know. But uh, he, yeah, he threw me off with that one. I wasn't too excited about that. But, you know, you, you I mean, funny. got through it, uh, I <laughs> guess. Yeah. And, you know, it worked out. Also, did it work out in your client's favor? Yes. I, I, I'm like, I, I don't know what type of case it was to know what I the can't, I can't completely remember. That was that was an interesting case too because okay. of what the the wife wanted out of that one. Um I guess I can tell a story or yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was uh it was so the unfortunate part of it was that there was an allegation of adultery mm-hmm. in it, which happens a lot more often than what I thought going into family law, unfortunately. Yeah, sure. Uh, marriages. But um, un- unfortunately for the woman, she had um, contracted a sexually transmitted <gasps> disease. Oh, no. And this wasn't a, a one that was going to go away with Is just this some how penicillin. she found out? Well, the, our client denied it, right? Oh, and said it wasn't from oh, me. Oh, I, I did not do this or whatever. Oh, snap. Um, and so on the stand, when she was talking, one of the things that she asked from the judge was, I want in our final order, that it's to say that I contracted this disease from him. And they were in their probably late 50s, early 60s, maybe even a little older, right? But her concern was that, you know, someone's going to see that I got divorced and that I also have this, Mm -hmm. you know, ailment, disease. uh, And I don't want them to think it was because of something I did. and And I want them to understand I didn't get this from being... Uh, adulterous or uh, oh, because she, so she did get it from him. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Well, but she says she did. He denies it. There was no way to really. He says he didn't have it. Like how can you prove that? I don't. Oh, you re- can't. Te- I don't recall there were tests test. in there or oh, anything okay. like that. Yeah. And unless you bring in medical records, and there's privilege and things yeah. to go with that. But um, she was adamant that she she needed this to be in there. So she started dating again, and someone said, "Hey, you have." you know, this, this STD. And she was like, but look, I've got this in my divorce. I, I can show you this wasn't from me. It was from my husband cheating on me, you know, and she just keeps this paper in her back don't hold that against me. I, that was kind of the idea I think that she wanted. <laughs> Unfortunately, the judge was like, look, I, I'm not going to go the route of adding this stuff in there. Cause I think that ba- sets a, a bad precedent. Cause yeah. you have a whole bunch of people who want to add different things in yes. there and stuff. So I understood why the judge, didn't do it. I also understood why she kind of wanted it in there, especially she was adamant like this wasn't from me being at, a at bad the same person. time though. Even if I, so even if she was like, it's okay, I, uh, it wasn't for me, I'd still be like, yeah, but you still have it, right? I guess that's, the, I, I guess yeah. that would be the thing, but I understood her position yeah, was that yeah. you know, you find someone who's a bit more sympathetic to, to that being something you have, yeah. and, and additionally, it being not because of some kind of 
nefarious action you took. Exactly. Yeah, like, because your husband was, well, you alleged that your husband was. There you go, alleged. Yes, alleged. <laughs> Do these cases go to court often? I think the the majority settle. Okay. Now there's different in, in terms of the timeline from the moment you start to the to actually getting into court. Um, cases settle at different times, right? I think the majority of people would love to have their day in court, but there's a number of things that that kind of get in the way. One would be the expense of it. Yeah. Um, to do a full on case and you get into court and. Everyone doesn't have the money for that, and as your your fees, and I, I do my best, really do, to try to not be, you know, expensive and, and yeah. just completely kill someone on their and their invoice and all that. But um, to prepare for a case and go into court and all that, like it, it does cost money, mm-hmm. and I think that eventually catches up with a lot of people. Sure. Um, the other thing is, I try to be, not try to be, I'm honest with my clients, mm-hmm. probably to a fault. Um, yeah. I tell uh, clients all the time, I'm like, look, I play devil's advocate when I'm giving advice to you. Some people really appreciate that. Occasionally, some people don't. Um, but the idea is to, to say, like, look, if if I believe based on our facts that we should settle on this and going to court, we're not going to get any better. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, all I can do is advise clients. Um, but, you know, I guess it's up to them to decide from there. Now, in terms of settling... A lot of times they, you know, it's like, look, do you want to agree to something on your own so that you can say, like, look, I agree to this? Or do you want to go in front of a judge who is hearing your case all in that day, you know, your whatever facts were able to show and evidence and all that, um, but they don't have months and months of, of reading over information and hearing everything about it and, and being able to analyze everything, you know, do you want to leave that to chance in terms of what we're getting? Because there's a 50-50 chance, but mm. if we agree to this, you're, you're going to get, you can guarantee what you get. Yeah. Um, um, that always plays a part in it as well because I think people finally get to the point where they're like, I don't want to leave this in the hands of a judge. And you yeah. know, if things go really bad, then I'm going to be really mad about this. So I think that's why people end up settling. Mm-hmm. And again, the majority do. You know, you, you get some people who are just like, look, I want the judge to hear this. I don't care what yeah. you say <laughs> or, or what they say or I, the judge is going to hear me today. And, and judges, they know. I mean, occasionally they'll be like, if they want to have their day in court, I mean, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll hear the case and, and go from there. So, yeah. Well, okay, cool. Because I know it's like in personal injury, a lot of times you do settle, not always go to trial. So it's kind of the same idea. I mean, yeah, with yeah. personal injury, you have, you know, typically two year statute of limitations. And then in terms of negotiating and then from there, if you haven't filed it, um, you, you know, you you're usually just negotiating with the insurance company. Mm-hmm. And then at some point in time, the insurance company, you don't see eye to eye yeah. and you have to file suit in, in you know, not magistrate or state court. Huh. Um, and then from there, insurance companies at times start to really take you serious. Cause they're like, yeah. okay, do we really want to go and pay for an in- attorney to have to try this in court, which again, in front of a jury, insurance companies don't always have the best reputation. So you'd start getting settlements there too. But it's, it's the same idea with family law. Eventually someone says, okay, I don't want to take the chance of going to court. Yeah. They just want it over. Yes. (laughs) So tell us, so you started at a family law firm. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the history of Bear Wilson Sharma. Uh, So Bear Wilson Sharma is Brennan Bear, Wesley Wilson, me, and uh, <laughs> Lilia Sharma. 
the uh, really awesome dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know yes. that guy. What if I had said that uh, Brennan Bear is me and then just really, <laughs> really like messed things up? Here. Yeah, they were like, wait a second. We don't um, be like Evan. <laughs> so, uh, so sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we used to actually work at a firm together. Um, I worked with Brennan for about five years. Okay. Um, he actually technically was one of my bosses. Yeah. Uh, and then Lilia came into the firm... Man, probably like three years after I started there, two mm-hmm. or three years if I remember correctly. Um, me and Brennan, as part of the firm we were at, uh, the partners would take us to dinners every so often. And uh, I became good friends with another one of the partners uh, and Brennan and his wife and then my wife. And we used to go out to dinner probably once or twice a, a, a month, I'd say, yeah. um, for a good like two-year period. And just became really good friends with them. He's got four girls now. Um, and I've got my 14-year-old, so kids hung out every so often. And um, he and Lilia began to work together. He, he does, he's been doing immigration for like over 15 years. Oh, wow. But started wanting to look into personal injury a little bit. So him and Lilia became good friends at the firm. Um, and then kind of the three of us became good friends. And things happen that don't always uh, uh, make you feel too good in terms of how things are going at, at certain places. And right. so... Uh, one day I just kind of walked in and was, you know, do you guys, would you guys ever be interested in maybe starting something? Which is crazy for me because definitely I'm the most fearful and, you know, like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe, I should, maybe, maybe I should just show up to this job and, and make sure I have a guaranteed check and not yeah. have to worry about, like, you know, killing my own food and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, but we did. And that was in April. I think I walked into their office in April of 2019. Wow. Um, and then our first day starting the firm was June, I think, 24th, 2019. Wow, that moved fast. That did. Well, there's a story behind that. Uh-huh. That wasn't necessarily the plan originally. Okay. Um, it was to say, hey, we thought we were on good enough terms to say, hey, we're thinking, we're, we're not thinking, we're going to start a firm. Um, and, uh, you know, it was fine. And then eventually it was just kind of maybe everyone should just part ways. That's, it was yeah. eventually not fine. That's the nicest way to put that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll just, it was fine. Yeah, that's a good way. It was fine, and then one day it wasn't fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had to start our firm because <laughs> yeah. uh, I had a kid on the way. I had a, I have a two-year-old. He'll be two in two Aww. weeks. So oh, um, my wife was, was, uh, was she pregnant then? No, she wasn't pregnant then. Never mind. What am I talking about? She got. <laughs> we, we found out she was pregnant a couple months later. Uh, but I did have a four. Well, she wasn't fourteen at the time. Um, that uh, I was paying child support for, so I needed that and school loans and everything. Yeah. So I, yeah. we had to go work right away. Yeah, very cool. Um, so, what were some of the challenges that came along with kind of branching out um, together on your guys' own and starting the practice? And so you, fast too. I know. Yeah, yeah finding right? clients. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's that's. that's I mean, as as a business, whatever business you have, obviously, um, you need people to come in and, and buy your product. Yep. Um, luckily, we, I think, all three of us are fairly good people. So um, <laughs> we had people who wanted to help us out and, and send us clients when they knew what was going on um, and, and as fast as it happened. And so um, we had enough people with word of mouth send us clients because um, we weren't able to take any of our clients from mm-hmm. the old firm. Um, so we were pretty much starting from scratch. Um, and we have enough friends and family who threw a couple clients our way and had enough to be able to uh, pay our bills uh, for the first, you know, year without 
going poor. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's the idea. Like, right. get shut off. Yeah, you know, without, uh, well, you know, what really was the thing is because that was what June of um, 2019 and then what March of 2020 COVID mm-hmm. hits. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just when you think you're like, okay, maybe we're getting started. And then all of a sudden it's like, you have to stay in your house for, you know, every right. day and all that. And so that, the, the fact we're three years in now, over three years, I, we, we feel like, okay, hey, I think we're okay now, knock on wood. But yeah. uh, <laughs> You know. This is real wood. That was the biggest challenge. Clients was finding clients. Yeah. Uh, obviously, like March twenty twenty, super hard time for a lot of business owners, particularly new business owners. But like for you guys, did you see kind of an uptick in divorces and you know, May-ish, so that June. was yeah. I always told people when they'd ask, and I'd say, look, in my opinion, it's going to be one of two things. People mm-hmm. are either going to sit there and stare at their spouse and be like, ah, oh, I remember why I love you. This is the, this is <laughs> the greatest thing ever. We're having so much time. You know. I don't know if that was or, 50-50. Yeah, that, or it's the opposite where it's like, wow, I realize I hate you because yeah. we're staring at each other every day. We're doing yeah. everything together. We're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. A lot of people for, are working from home and all that. Um, there was, a, I'd say there was an uptick, you know, it, it I don't think there was a, a huge one, but yeah. um, just because with COVID, then you have people not having money to be able to pay sure. for a divorce, right? So yeah. even if you get the people who are like, hey, I, I, I think I want to divorce this person, um, I'm also not working right now, though, oh, so I can't pay you. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. well. And that's you know. why alcohol sales went so up, right? Now, now I, do, I do agree with that. I do think alcohol sales, there were a lot more delivery services. Oh, that yes. would, you know, I think in. In the town, I, city I lived in, I think they passed an ordinance where you could start delivering alcohol yes. or something. Yeah. You could so. take it to go from restaurant. I'm yes, that was so happening too. We go out to eat. Well, we wouldn't go out to eat, but we could pick it up and give it, get a margarita too. Yes, that was, really? yes. I was like, this is something that doesn't need to change. Like, <laughs> I think I missed <laughs> that, that up. That. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you say that one. and then I think of like New Orleans where they have drive through daiquiri places. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just feel like that's a problem for some people. There's so. a line. Is that, yeah. Then again, Isn't I guess in my law? opinion, if people are going to drink and drive, they're going to do it anyway, whether you can get a to-go glass or not. So That is that true. Is there true. is that as well. Yeah. So. Do you get a lot of repeat divorces? You know, it's, it, she's laughing. <laughs> Funny enough, <laughs> you say that. I actually just had a guy call me um, on Friday. said, hey, buddy, do you remember me? You know, and he was a great client. Like, great, really uh-huh. laid back and just all not that. not a great husband, maybe. Well, no, I'm not even going to say that. I'm not. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Don't he, he, I can't obviously can't say his name, but if you ever heard this, you're a great husband. I don't. I would never say that. Oh, well, how, why can't it be the spouses that messed everything up? He's just up? a bad picker. Oh yeah, maybe that's it's maybe that's choices. it. I like that yeah. one. Yes, that yes. So uh, I did his divorce in my, I did his divorce at my old firm, um, probably in like 2015 or 16, and um, during it, there, I think the, the new relationship had started. They were separated. Had started. Uh, and then I got a phone call, you know, and, and hey, buddy, it's so and so, and it's it's not, uh, it's just not out. going well right now. And <laughs> I, I, I think I need to talk to you about a, another divorce. And I was like, oh, already, you okay. know. So uh, we we have a uh, consultation coming up to talk mm-hmm. about the new issues, and we'll we'll go from there. So yeah, I guess that's good. So a loyalty that, uh, program. Yeah, loyalty. your fifth one's free. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that's also card. like you had to have done a decent enough job so they didn't feel they needed to go look for someone else. Yeah. Because I'm also there. not at the old firm that I was at before. Exactly. He hunted so you down. So, yeah. yes. Though we've we've kept in contact because he has a business that I'm able to use oh. some of their oh, services okay. periodically. Um, and he did refer someone else to me that I did their divorce. So that, that worked out, you know, yeah. with, with referrals and people 
thinking you're doing an okay job. I could definitely see that because I think there is like a trust factor that you build with your yes. clients. So, you know, when you're going through something like a divorce or a custody battle, you're usually wanting someone that you can trust and you would refer that out. Yeah, that already kind of knows you. you. Know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and again, yeah. if it goes smooth enough, I mean, look, I've, I've definitely had a client who's been like, I don't like what happened here. You know, like I'm not the perfect <laughs> okay. attorney, right? Yeah. Um, whether we see eye to eye on why that is is another story, but <laughs> yeah. every client has not left my office happy with me all the time. Yeah. Um, especially when it deals with children um, yeah, or a lot of money and I'm not telling them what they want to hear in regards to how I think that may go. Yeah. Um, I don't, some people don't like that, so I'll just leave yeah. it at that. <laughs> non like attorney audience focused but if you had if there was a listener not me i'm happily married but like if you had, like what is something like like a little one little tip you know that can help sometimes drastically like change people's outcome like oh if you took better notes on x y and z you know to go into court with you know that would maybe increase their chances of getting what they're looking for um well I think I think it would depend on what issue is the yeah. issue right I mean and the biggest one when you're when you're in court battling again it's either money in my opinion it's either money or kids yeah now money can also mean like child support you know because mm-hmm. there are people who um, have jobs where uh, they get cash right mm-hmm. and so that's always a big one I know so and so gets cash because typically when you're married, um, and you're like, hey, we're happily, you know, we're, we're going to live happily ever after. So the fact that I do get cash, I can tell my wife that. So it's not a big deal. And then later on, you get a divorce and it's like, oh, he's, you know, you know, he gets a lot of cash, too. I, I And I'm like, well, here's the problem. We have to be able to show Prove it. Yeah. how much cash so and so is getting. And if they are. Well, I'm not going to give anyone advice, but let's just say that. Uh, <laughs> let's just say that uh, in certain situations, it makes it a lot harder to be able to prove how much cash someone is getting in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that always causes an issue. Um, I would. I don't know. I, I don't know how you get around that without me like telling people yeah. that I don't want to do that because I don't. <laughs> that's not what I'm here for, and yeah. I, don't, I don't tell my clients that. Yeah. Right? I'm, right. I'm a. I'm an ethical attorney. So there we go. Um, in terms of like kids, I mean, some of it depends, right? Because if, if people want to show that they've been the primary custodian during mm-hmm. the course of the marriage, um, a lot of times it's just he said, she said, right? It's, it's yeah. I'm the one who gave Bass. And I, but I, I recently yeah. had someone who was a, you know, um, dad, oh, I've taken him to the, the, the doctors and things of that nature. And I said, well, is there any way, uh, talking to mom, I said, is there any way you can go to your doctor and maybe get, all the statements or invoices or anything to show who was signing documents at the end. Like when I go to the, the pediatrician, I mm-hmm. my son had a infection and I had to take him on a sick appointment two weeks ago, right? Yeah. And so at the end, you know, hey, here's your uh, checkout sheet or whatever you want to call it, discharge, yeah. and uh, sign here. They can go back and look at all of that. So oh. she she brought this to me, and all of a sudden you've got you know 17 times in the last two years she's shown up to the doctor's office and only three times dad has and it's like oh okay that that's something we can really use to show you know at, at least show that dad's not telling the truth if he tries to stand on the stand and, and say something like that i got you. Um, another one is um days i've been watched so someone will come in and say hey i want to modify our custody or visitation right I, I get parenting time i'm supposed to have it two times you know a week but at this point, I'm having it like five times a week. Like the mm. kids are really with me Monday through Friday and then with, you know, other spouse on the weekend. 
Um, and I'm like, well, you, you know, get a calendar and every single day write who the kids are with. And at that point, you know, you can obviously someone can argue against in a court. But if you go to a judge and say, judge, been keeping track all, all this time. We've got seven months worth and red yeah. is me and green is that or blue is them. And as you can see, this is a lot of red. And yeah. They're not watching, you know, and our order is completely different from what I'm watching. Those would be the types of things that I would say, like, those are good to to take notes and, and keep track of. Interesting. I'm not necessarily a fan of, like, the recordings and videos and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, um, yeah. Sometimes they're, they're, they're worth doing. You know, sometimes they're completely self-serving and it's obvious. I mean, I've had a client give me a recording and it, I'm, I'm sitting there listening and I'm thinking, like, I know that you are not this calm. <laughs> all, all the time like you're not that that calm when you speak to me that's so <laughs> and, funny and i know you're you're acting right now but yes you know i do that with my 13 year old like when she was yes, much you younger <laughs> and she would have like these blowout you know things i would record them to show back to her like look at you like going crazy and going ham screaming and being a baby but i played one for my husband and that's what he said he goes that's not fair hun because you knew you were recording yes. and you were so calm during that yes and i'm like you're right you're I right. think that happens a lot in, yeah. in the like, recordings. Like, like do, you, do you hear how they're acting? That? Yes, and I'm and I'm like, well, you're so <laughs> condescending right now, and, and, and that I'm I'm sure that's why they're getting mad because <laughs> yeah. they know that's not how you really act. So yeah. Um, yeah, Um So now you can't be an experienced lawyer without picking up a few interesting cases. We've talked loosely about a couple that have <laughs> popped like up, have. but here at opening statements, we want to break those wide open. Yeah. So thinking about one of the most interesting cases, you know, that you've worked on, what made it so interesting? So I was thinking I I, I cheated and listened to the uh, the, the previous podcast. So I, I heard that one and I was thinking about it because I was talking to an attorney. I was at her office who's kind of my mentor mm -hmm. and um, they were talking amongst her and her staff about interesting cases. And she was like, you know what's your most interesting? And I was like, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Like, what all, do people keep asking me? Yeah, I don't. I don't know <laughs> what would what what would you consider interesting, right? So um, we're talking later on, and then I say, Hey, you know, let me. I want to tell you about a case and what you think about it. Um, and I, and in the case, um, Dad was arrested at one point because he was a the the, the wife's family was living at the house. Okay. Um, mother, brother, sister. They had been living there for a while. And dad told me he wasn't a fan of it or whatever. But at one point, he before I got involved, he had been accused of raping the mother oh. uh, in the house. Which, yeah, you say that and you're like, wait, what is, wait a second. So he ended up sitting in a jail for... 90 days never wow. never was indicted never they never brought charges charges or anything like that but when i told my my mentor that she was like well wait 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 a second we yeah, just like asked you about interesting cases and you're telling me that dad may have done something sexual to mom and i'm like well that doesn't to me that's not interesting that's just kind of gross if that was actually what happened <laughs> now, obviously i have to take my my client's word for it and he, he was never charged and ultimately sure. and there's Plenty of reasons why someone may not be charged, so I'm not going to sit here and say that yeah. it couldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, she thought that was just uber interesting, and I was like, I don't, I don't know if that was interesting or just weird, but um, yeah, I guess I, you know, right? th those yeah. would be. I, I don't, 
I don't know, interesting. I guess because I do it every day, I don't know what what is con- what you that's, would consider interesting. That's true. I feel like there's so much in family law. Yes, especially like when you're talking about like divorces. You know, people are like Messy. airing dirty laundry. I feel like there'd be. Have so you many ever had good. a couple call off a divorce? Like yes, they're like, oh, we love each other again. I have. I we have. just needed the passion of getting a divorce. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we wanted I, to hate each other. <laughs> I had people that had actually signed their their settlement agreements, um, and the next day came in and this was before electronic filing was mm-hmm. as prevalent as it is now. So if I get documents from someone now, I can file them the same day. Oh, well. um, so we had to get up to the court and do it. And they came in the next day and my paralegal walks in and she goes, Hey, so so-and-so's here and she's with her husband and she's saying that they want to reconcile and, and, and not get divorced. Oh. And she's like, what's the, what, what should we do? And I was like, I mean, let's just, Rip up the documents. I mean, we haven't filed anything. Like, it's, we'll, we're not going to call like a uh, someone to remarry them. No, right? well, no, but not even that. Like, I'm not even uh, what. Like, we can't force them to get a divorce. Like, right, what, exactly. what do we file it and say? No, no, no. They Sorry. signed these documents, right? Yeah. Um, so they they didn't want to. So we ripped up the documents and filed a dismissal. And maybe they're still married here today. I, I don't know. I, I did. I guess weirdest would be I had a a um, an uncontested divorce. Uh, early on, uh, which is essentially that they just agreed on everything. They weren't fighting over anything. And when we like, got... Yeah, that was me. I did that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, let her... Do- oh, that's true. Let her do it. Okay, yep. all right. Well, he, he... Well, it wasn't even that. They, they, you know, they had kids. They didn't fight over that or anything. But when we got to the courthouse, we were waiting outside the, the, the courtroom, and they were sitting in the chairs next to each other holding hands and talking to each other and laughing and just kind of cuddling in a way. Oh. And I finally, I was like, it, I'm not going to lie, this is the first time I've ever seen two people getting a divorce that were this Happy. affectionate to, <laughs> yeah. towards one another. You know, it just, are you, are you guys sure you want to get a divorce? And like, oh, no, we're sure, we're sure. And I was like, okay, well, we'll walk in there and, and do it, you know, so... That was probably one of the weirder ones. Um, did they give you any insight into why they were being like? Did they, they just, have to get divorced for a certain reason? But they still just said it wasn't working. They were very amicable and friendly, but they just knew that they didn't need to be married anymore. Which, okay, uh, that's kind of my reaction to that. Was right? like, uh, all right, sure? well, whatever. I, I mean, I'm look again. I'm not going to talk you into a divorce, um, and I guess I'm also not going to talk you out of getting a divorce <laughs> yeah. if that's what you want to do. So. They wanted to get the divorce, and okay. I assume, I mean, my I assume they're still divorced. Would be if your relationship is going pretty well, you probably don't need a divorce. Would you say that's? I, I mean, I would think say? that. You know, I would think that if you're in a, but I, I, maybe it's just two people who realize they didn't need. Maybe they're to just be better married. off as friends. You yeah, know? maybe yeah. maybe they Very knew. Platonic. Maybe that. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I plenty of reasons why. You, you also get people who. One person wants the divorce and the other person doesn't. Oh, that would break my heart. I know. That's always the one that's not and and doesn't in a way where it's like they, I've I, we had someone who just would not communicate, and and we we got them served, we sent letters to them, um, everything we could, and 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 it was I remember I had the the dad, and the dad was like, well, you know, I want custody of the kids, and I was like, all right, well, we, we you know, let's. Let's see if we can't, you know, work out an agreement with mom. I mean, it was like we call mom; she won't answer. We send letters; she won't answer. So we get into court for our um, temporary hearing, and you know, judge, you know, we'd like to just if we can get this finalized. She hasn't answered. Uh, she hasn't responded to any no responsive pleadings of any kind, right? Um, 
And the judge is like, well, that's that's weird. And, and in my head, I'm like, it is weird because it it's rare a mom yeah. voluntarily gives up custody yeah. of her kids, right? Mm -hmm. And and even if she didn't want the divorce, the idea that she wouldn't at least be responding for the sake of saving the custody issue with her kids was, was surprising. So the judge, it was Judge, um, judge Schuster in Cobb County, mm -hmm. and he was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I am going to grant you custody on a temporary basis, um, and we're going to set this out for 90 days. I'm not finaling, finalizing this today. And counsel, I want you to send. We're going to get the order in. I'll sign it on a temporary basis. I want you to send this over to the other person. It needs to be certified. I need to know they got it and everything. And if they don't respond at that point and they still, then – if you come back in here, I'll I'll sign off on it. And sure enough, wouldn't respond. Wow. Wouldn't nothing. You know, we asked him, he's like, she won't talk to me when we're at home or anything like that. So. Oh, she was still, so we know she was alive. Yeah, yes, she was alive. Okay. Yes. Yeah. They, <laughs> I was waiting. They, they were still in the same house. Yeah, no, they were they were they were still in the same house. Um and ultimately we get in there, the judge is like, and I'm like, Judge, she she hasn't responded to any we've done everything you asked, she hasn't responded he to anything. The bathroom door and everything, you know? Yeah, like, and 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 you know, she he signed off on the divorce. So that wow. was one of the weirder ones. Um, yeah. You get people sometimes in court, well, judge, I don't want to do this, you know? And the judge is like, look, I mean, he has filed. In Georgia, you know, people ask, you know, what if they won't, what if they don't want a divorce? And I say, look, at the end of the day, if one of you wants it, you're going to get it. Now, it may take a little longer just because if they're, they're stalling and making the process more difficult. But ultimately, yeah. once they're served, the divorce process starts and, you can get a divorce even if the other person is adamant they don't want one and mm -hmm. they're still in love and all that kind of stuff. So, wow. Which can be unfortunate so when, when one that would side be my is tactic. just like, I, I don't want to get divorced. <laughs> yeah. you know, so. Have you ever had a situation where the other party had no idea that they were going to be served? Like they just oh, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. That happens. You know, I. that's unfortunate. I mean, I can't, you know, other than saying, hey, maybe you should tell your spouse that, that you know, this is something you want. Most times, though, when I when I ask them, most clients will say they've at least discussed. You know, it's come up like yeah. I, I want a divorce or something like that. It's it's not often I get where the other person is just completely thrown off. That yeah, they, like they thought know. everything was perfect. Yes, and usually they'll have like an incl inclination. That yes, yes, the marriage is going downhill. Yeah. It's just a surprise they filed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you know? exactly. Like, 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 like oh, snap. they'll still be devastated that they got it. You know, yeah. but. I think deep down that they know that it it shouldn't be a, a complete surprise. Mm -hmm. um, my, the biggest issue I have is where where to serve people, right? Because um, some people do when they know it's coming will not answer the door if mm -hmm. the sheriff shows up. So then you have to get a private process server, and sometimes they'll make that difficult. So occasionally you have to serve someone at work, which I'm not a fan of because oh, you don't want to you don't want to embarrass people yeah. and all that. But um, I mean, that that's just the unfortunate side of some of the work we do. So as the you guys get to determine where they're served at? Yeah. I yeah, basically. That. I thought you I just mean, said, like, it's your job to serve them, and that was that. I'd probably be pretty the, ruthless. The, yeah, like, I'd be like, I'm go <laughs> they're going to up a at church. game tonight. Go there. <laughs> like, I'm just yeah. everywhere. Well, that would, so that would be difficult because if it's the sheriff, the sheriff's just going to the location you put, right? So yeah. if it's the Braves game, there's... 30,000 people. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. Right? <laughs> but, like, if it's home, the sheriff typically, it's it's home. They, they typically show up three times. 
Um, do they knock on the door? They're, so the sheriff's not hiding out in bushes. They're not doing the, the, the stakeout that we talk <laughs> that's about, right? That's what I would want to do. Well, that's, so sometimes you have to do that because, yeah. again, if the sheriff shows up and someone knows that a divorce is coming and they don't want to – or not even a divorce, a, a child support case or a, you know, a legitimation or mm-hmm. something like that. So some people – don't want to answer the door for the sheriff. So we have a, a private process server that we like to do. Has been doing this for forty two years, I think. An wow. old Vietnam vet, and uh, he 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 gets the job done. Like yeah, he, he will. He's run up on people at a, at a stoplight and thrown it into their car. No. He has to. Yeah, we need to get him on I the podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah, occasionally, you have to get a, a bit um, creative. Yeah, I like yeah. a bit creative. Is is sometimes I won't say that happens a lot, but yeah. sometimes you know you ever. I shouldn't use. I, there was the movie Pineapple Express. Yeah. I, I think uh, that was. I remember was Seth Rogen. Yeah. You know, he oh, has yeah, the, yeah, fake, yeah. the fake outfit. That's yeah. what, that's what I think trunk, of. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. That that's not. Well, at least for the cases I've had in my yeah. process server, that's not normal. I'm not aware of him having to dress up as like a FedEx driver or something like <laughs> oh, that. Oh, I would do that. Like uh, that would be my preference. plan B, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I'm your plumber. Hello. I would just do it for fun. I would just start there. <laughs> I would yeah. start in costume. <laughs> but he's good though because there have been times where the the sheriff has not been able to do it or other because he retired for a second and we had to use other private process servers and. They weren't able to get it done, and we sent it to him. And I mean, within a day, a day and a wow. half, we, he gets them served. I I don't know. I guess he's just that dedicated, but he gets the job done. He's good. So. That is interesting. So, question. So, producer Evan here. I think I said that weird. Producer. He has a friend who is splitting up from his marriage, and that's not anyone in this room. No, 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 Not like I have like, a friend. Wow, yeah. Rebecca just wait, put me wait. on blast right here. <laughs> that's not actually Evan. Who we're talking yeah. about, right? No, but the friend's wife or whoever is asking for an annulment instead of a divorce. What is the difference? So there's specific rules in terms of getting an annulment, right? Um, and occasionally someone will ask about that, but yeah. but an annulment typically is from fraud, um, mm. duress. Bigamy, you were actually married before. I've Ooh. had that one where um, the client, uh, they claim that they uh, <laughs> that their spouse, they had signed everything and their, their spouse was the one who was filing it in um, and everything they knew, they were uh, divorced, but they actually weren't divorced. The, the, the spouse never filed it in. I'll let you decide whether that story is true or not yeah. or whatever, but that's the story they told me. That's the story they told the court. Um I, that's all I can do at that point. Yeah. Uh, so we had to file a divorce on their initial case before the new people could get married. Um, or they were married, so we had to annul their marriage because their marriage technically was not an official marriage. Yeah. Uh, divorce him from the other party, then they, they could get remarried. Okay. Um, and so there, there are specific rules in regards to an annulment. It can't just be, man, this marriage sucked, and I'd love for it to never be on the books. Right, that's not yeah. how that works. Do you have a time frame from I think weddings? I, that's kind of what they were talking about. I was like, well, it hasn't even been a year, so. No, so the, 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 the time aspect of it is is not like, it can't be, hey, we were married, and then after a month, I'm like, well, this sucks. I want to get an annulment. That's not, you can't then turn around. It's a divorce at that point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think we learned be... that from Kim Kardashian. I know. And was it Humphreys? <clears throat> yeah, Chris Humphreys. Because it was on fraud. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, so, no. <laughs> <That's> no. <laughs> no time. Unless you're telling me again that he's actually married. 
Um, Not that I'm aware. I would be very surprised. Yeah, well, yeah. It, again, that, yeah. it can't happen. <laughs> it, would, it would be a divorce at that point. Everyone has like, secrets. Th- yeah. There's big secrets and there's small secrets. Yes. I think being married... Uh, currently and and not telling anyone is is, is a big secret. It's a big uh, deal. Yeah. yeah, you should probably tell someone that you're you're married, or you should also probably, I would say, don't take the other person's word that the divorce has been filed and it's been signed off on. Yeah. Um, I would ask for copies of everything hmm, um, like from the, the other party. The divorce, <laughs> at a minimum, the divorce decree, just yeah. that it's signed by a judge and all that. So, mm-hmm. wow, what are some things people don't know about family law? That you're surprised by? Well, me personally, I, again, I think the biggest surprise was, unfortunately, a lot more people cheat in their marriage than I than I would have thought coming into it. Um, I'm not saying everyone does, but there there are a lot of people who come in and either suspected or or they know that it was going on. Um, you know, the I had one that the guy denied it, denied it, denied it um, until the husband of the woman that he was cheating on actually called my office to say, hey, I believe you're representing this person. I am the husband of this other individual. I will tell you this is going on. I know they are doing this. Don't worry about what he's saying. And I was like, oh, well, thank you very much. So he gave me all this information. The husband denied it all the way through. The divorce finally gets finalized. Two weeks later, he marries the woman that he wow, claimed that it wasn't was, going on. So I wonder. Um, I guess that's an interesting one. I don't know yeah. if that's interesting or just kind of. That is so interesting. Wild. We, had, we had that in our neighborhood. It was the exact same story. Okay, well, <laughs> it was I'm so not. Because it was deny, 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 and now they're married. And we were like, and this, it was very. I, would, I will never tell you who it is. But it was the reverse genderization, I believe. You know, I yeah. think it was the, mm-hmm. the roles had been reversed. But it was the exact same story. And it was. It's crazy. It Thank was. You. What's the point in denying it when you know you're going to get caught? Well, that, that's the thing. To get married that quickly after, to me, was the, it's like, yeah. wait a second. And, and, and actually, I typically tell people, don't get married. Like, wait at least 30 days to 45 days after the final decree, simply because there's a period where you can file for motions for reconsideration or a motion for a new trial. Ooh. And so if there was something legally that was done wrong Ooh. and the case did get sent to the Court of Appeals eventually and then what was reversed, if it's reversed, then at that point, technically the divorce isn't finalized, right? So yeah. um, I would I, I tell people, you know, like, oh, so, you know, when can I get married again? Kind of jokingly. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> just, just wait, just wait, just in case. I do not the think that anything is going to happen, but... Last thing you want is some nonsense like that that you got to deal with, and so that's that, crazy. That is interesting. Okay, we're gonna go into our next little segment, yes. our, our lesson plan. So, here at the opening statements, we uh, not only value the stories, <laughs> as you guys can tell, but we also <laughs> value the lessons. Um, we try to foster a good learning environment for all of our loyal fans. Yes, that's right. We want to teach people things that you can't just pick up from reading a book. We want to teach them things that you actually learn by being a lawyer. Um, what would you say is one of the most valuable things you've learned from any of the cases that we have talked about today? Don't be a jerk. <laughs> I, 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 well, Life lesson. Pulling that one. I, that goes that now that does go for clients. Don't get me wrong, but that actually probably goes from an attorney to attorney standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think occasionally attorneys take on their clients' emotions in a way that I don't think is beneficial for resolving an actual case. Um, You know, when, well, she did this to him and, or he did that. And I'm like, well, that's what your client is telling you. I understand that. But my client says something different and there's no reason to yell at me right now. Like I'm just trying to (laughs) resolve this issue. Right. Um, So that, that's probably my biggest thing. Cause especially we all have reputations, right? Like when it comes around, especially within the attorney world, you deal with enough attorneys or the same attorney enough and everyone kind of knows, Oh, they're on the other side. Uh, I mean, I know attorneys who won't take cases because certain attorneys are on the other side because they just don't want to deal with it. Like they're just not trying to deal with it. I know attorneys that won't take cases because, um, Hey, I got served with this and then they look it up and it's a certain judge and they don't want to deal with it because they know the judge just is not the, the nicest person. And it's just a headache that's not worth dealing with. Now those are usually attorneys who can turn down cases. Everyone doesn't have that luxury. Um, (laughs) So I just say try to be a good person, a nice person. I know that's probably you know, Mister Rogers type talk. Whatever, but, <laughs> no, you know, I, I mean I just yeah. It's, there's no reason to like yell and scream and all that and and send uh, one of my friends uh, who's an attorney, my my mentor. She she sends. She's like she'll call me up. We talk a lot just about throw different ideas and she'll be like I have to send a nasty gram today, which is what she calls it. and I'm like why and and you know she'll tell me and I'll be like I mean. All right, I guess I guess maybe you do have to put your foot down now. Yeah. Um, but you don't go out of your way to do that, right? right I just because yeah. you're gonna have to deal with these. The, most times you're gonna deal with that attorney again down the road, and mm-hmm. I mean you don't want to get into it. They see your name, they're like, "Oh God, this guy." Oh, you know? Not that guy again, again. right? Yeah. And that already already started off being difficult, you know, just because of the reputation that you have or how they see it going, you know, in terms of that person being an attorney that you just don't want to mm-hmm. deal with. So I'd say yeah. that. That That's a pretty interesting piece of advice, you know? Yeah. Is the attorney network super small? It depends, right? So at my old firm, um, I the clientele was – it was mainly an immigration firm okay. um, that when they brought me on, it was like, you just do family law, do, do it how you want to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is only so good because it was still early on in my career and you're still kind of learning how, yeah. to, how to run a department, I guess. Um, but the, I'd say like 95, 98% probably, it's probably that high of our clientele was um, Hispanic, Latin America, um, Central America. The vast majority of my clientele was uh, like 98% uh, Spanish speaking, right? Yeah. Uh, and so be, in the in the Spanish speaking circles, yes, you end up dealing with a lot of the same attorneys. I could rattle off four or five that I, the vast majority of clients, if if I wasn't their attorney, um, I knew one of these other individuals was going to be their attorney. And when I got a case and I, you know, oh, so-and-so's on the other side. I've dealt with them before plenty of times, right? So um, I'd say from that standpoint, it's small. There's plenty of family law attorneys that I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, I should probably go to, like, more networking events and stuff. <laughs> like, that. Um, like, I got a case recently and the attorney uh, on the other side and, I mean, he's nice and everything. And I, you know, someone was like, um, "So, what's he like? You know, the the client. What what's this attorney like?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I've never worked with him before. So we'll be learning together, you know. And, and thus far, he's been fine, you know. Yeah. But occasionally, you get some that, uh, and they may think that about me too. I mean, I'm not here to say that I'm the perfect uh, attorney to deal with. Uh, 
but I, I try to not be perfect, but I try to just be nice and calm yeah, when, yeah. when talking with the other side. If you have an attorney on the other side that you haven't heard of, you've never been to battle against before, do you Google stalk them? Like, what, <laughs> Google you, stalk them? What do you do? Um, I go to websites at least to see who they are mm-hmm. um, and, you know, background and all that. Um, I'll ask a, another attorney or two, like, have you, have you worked with this person? Mm-hmm. Just to say, because... You know, if it's an attorney you trust, then at that point it's, have you worked with this person? Yes. Okay, how's this going to go? You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, like what, what um, tips you got? <laughs> I mean, are we gonna, is this going to be a drag them out where I know we're going to get a lot of stuff filed and we're going to have to fight over everything? Um, or is this something where I think we can all be reasonable and resolve this in the best way possible because they're probably also telling their client, you know, the same type of what I would believe to be reasonable expectations in, mm-hmm. in the case. I think that's the biggest thing actually is um, from your question earlier, I think tempering clients expectations at the very beginning yeah. is probably the biggest to do in my opinion. Um, I mean, you don't want to just tell a client you have no chance. Don't get me wrong. Unless they have no chance, right? If they're just, <laughs> I mean, if, if a client has been in prison for the last three years and gets out and contacts me and says, I want to be the primary custodian of my, my kids. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I guess I can't tell you 100%. I never guarantee anything, but yeah. I feel pretty confident I'm not going to get you primary custody yeah. if you've been in prison the last three years, right? Yeah. Um, totally. So I think that's the biggest thing. And if mm-hmm. both attorneys are doing that, I, in my opinion, I think it goes much smoother. That being said, you can try your best to temper a client's uh, expectations, but if they just have it in their mind that they are they want something, um, Google is one of the, the best and worst places ever, actually, because yeah, I yeah. get a lot of, well, I Google this, and I'm like, well, you can find just about anything you want on the internet. That's how you yeah. Google yeah. It. yeah, I mean, uh-huh. you, you put in the right set of words and, you know, you'll go to your the answer. go to the 54th page on the Googling and you'll find someone that agrees with you. Yeah. Um, I can just tell you by my experience and what the law says. And from there, you know, that's what we go with, in my opinion. But if, if you think differently, we'll go from there. Um, but if you, you know, if someone comes in and, I'm sure attorneys, there are attorneys that do this. And, hey, uh, you know, my house has $200,000 in equity, and I want to make sure I get all $200,000. And it's like the first thing you, you should say is, well, you're going to have to tell me more facts than that because all things being equal based on my experience, that's just not happening. Mm-hmm. Like you're not getting all the equity. And, in fact, you're probably going to be splitting it 50-50. So um, some clients don't want to hear that. Some clients, after you've spoken with them, they're like, oh, okay, I understand. And just depends on the client, really. So yeah, yeah, makes sense. It's interesting. All righty, do you want to play our game? Yeah, let's play our game. And if I'm rambling, tell me to shut up. You're not rambling. Really no. no, you're no. doing perfectly. <laughs> it, no, it's great. Um, so last segment. No. Um, <laughs> it's a fun one, but it puts you, our guest, in the hot seat. Um, and it's our closing arguments. That's right. This week's closing arguments. We're playing a game of plead the fifth. We're going to ask you three hard-hitting questions. Yeah, and but you, I have to answer them all, right? Well, because last... Uh, yeah, uh, John He did. answered them all. He sure did. You yeah. are following... We might throw you a couple more I know. hard ones, though, just saying. All right. All you right. complete the fifth on one okay. of them. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Take it away. Oh, me. Okay. Um, I'm going to phrase it actually the same way we did last time, too. Okay. So we'll give him one that he's heard before. 
outside of a traffic violation, what is the last law that you have broken? <laughs> I heard that one. Um, <laughs> outside of a traffic violation, what's the last law? Besides the trafficking cocaine that I was doing, uh, <laughs> I, I want someone so bad to be like, "Oh, embezzling." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, no, I've never trafficked cocaine. Uh, <laughs> just to clarify. Yeah, just just to clarify for any future clients and if police, the FBI, and your are family. Yes. Yeah. Um, wow. So, man. <laughs> I, I shoplifted, but it was on accident. It was oh, on accident. Okay. And was this recent? It was recent. <gasps> um, What'd you do? I, well, it was not me. It was my almost two-year-old. Oh, <laughs> sure. Blame <laughs> the kid. He did, yeah. So I, man, you I ate it and embedded. I can't, <laughs> yes. I can't remember what he grabbed, but it was something uh, big. And we got to the car, and I put everything in. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, what? His name's Winston. Winston, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, no. And so I had to walk back in, and I just said it somewhere and walk right back no. out. I was, I was afraid I didn't want to be the person like my son stole this, and then, you, know, right. you don't have any control over that guy. <laughs> what do you teach? Exactly. So I I think that was it that that I would say that. I mean, that, that's probably it. I'm I'm sure there's something else I'm not thinking of, but I, I'm a. I mean, I've never been to jail, never gotten arrested or anything. I I was a fairly goody two shoes growing up yeah uh, except for that time my mom and dad had to be called at three in the morning in college but you know there was uh, other well, everyone that. deserves one of those <clears throat> i had one of those yeah yeah um anyway have you ever <laughs> well maybe we should ask you plead yeah. the fifth over <laughs> here <laughs> she's like pleaded no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth has been pled i'm not in the hot seat sir okay well we can switch <laughs> <laughs> have you ever turned down a case because you didn't like the potential client Yes, I I've, I have to envision every attorney has done that. Mm. Um, my mentor will, <laughs> she will, she has told me when she is doing a consult, if if the client is one that she knows she's just not going to, she will write C A F on there, um, crazy as, and I'll leave the <laughs> F. I'll leave I'll leave the F to your imagination, but. Um, Sometimes people just look, everyone is not. And again, I am not the perfect person. I, you could talk to my daughter's mom. I'm sure she'd have terrible things. And now I'm like, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you, you, but you get what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. I sometimes people just come in and you're just like, no, nah, I don't, I don't even care how much money you're going to pay me. I, I don't want to deal with this. Like yeah. I just, yeah. uh, whether it's unreasonable, whether it's, you know, they're going to be the type of person who calls every single day, even when nothing's going on. Um, and look, I can sit there and charge you for that, but I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to, you know, I already think I'm, I don't think I'm expensive. I've told, I'm told I'm not expensive, but like, I feel bad enough charging people like anything, right? Like <laughs> crazy I just, ones I would. I just billing, yeah. doing billables. And when I send invoices, I always feel like crap when I'm sending, oh. when I press send and I'm like, okay, I took this money from you cause I had to do this work. Right. Yeah. Um, it's how you make a living. Yes. That is yeah. how I make <laughs> a living. Like that is yes. Un unfortunately important. people listening, it is still a business, so we, we do have to make some Winston money. Steals. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. my, when, yes, we have to. <laughs> saving up for his bail money. I have to pay. I, was say, I, have to, I have to pay to. I have to save money for to bail him out later on. My daughter pay, plays uh, competitive club volleyball. Okay, um, and so that is not cheap. No, um, any of these competitive, competitive sports, yeah. I am I, learning. I, yes, they are expensive. Um, yeah, and so. Um, 
there's just, uh, you know, you're talking to them in the console and you just know they're going to be a, a, a headache, like a headache that it's just going to cause you more stress doing their case than mm -hmm. it is to not do their case and just move on. Um, and you don't say it in a mean way, but just, you know, just sometimes it's not, it hasn't happened often. It ha it's only happened like once or twice, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so every so often you just don't need to take a client's to case. To take that on? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going two two. I'm I'm to make up one. Um, do you <laughs> have, because kind of on this topic, have you ever maybe charged like a, a CAF uh, surcharge on a client where you may have charged them a little bit more no, because, <laughs> because they were a pain in the butt? CAF tax? No, no, I... I uh, <laughs> I charge I charge the same for everyone. So okay. no one no one gets a uh, a discount for being nice and no one gets a, I mean I guess maybe I see a an, an email from them and I'm like, "Okay, I'll just answer this and I'm yeah. not, I'm not billing them for the 3 minutes that it took me." I know attorneys who do that and yeah. that's We've, we've we do seen. too. <laughs> <laughs> we've, seen those, we've seen those invoices. They're 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 allowed to do that, I I guess under the rules. I'm not mm -hmm. necessarily a fan of hey, I I opened your email and it said Hey, um, when was our meeting again? Because I, I didn't have it on my calendar, and I respond to it, and then I'm like, oh, point one of a uh, of an hour that I worked on that case, and I'm like, no, that doesn't make any sense to do, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, with everyone, I, I try not to charge them a lot. There's no, you just kind of deal with it. And look, some people show their craziness uh, later on in the case. You know, yeah. early on they're fine, and then all of a sudden you're like, uh oh. <laughs> what did I get myself into? Yeah, now I understand um, why you're being divorced. Yeah, and, and maybe, they, again, I'm not a perfect attorney, so they may think the same thing about me, too. So I don't yeah, think crazy, but maybe just like, I need, I, you know what I get every so often? I do get, you know, I've had in my whole legal career, I think I've only had two clients ask to substitute me out after their case has started. Oh. Um, that does happen. I've mm -hmm. definitely had people come to me and like, hey, I, I don't like what my attorney's been doing. Yeah. Can you at least consult with me and read over the file and tell me like, you know, is there something else I should be looking for? Or or some people come and they're like, I can't get a hold of my attorney ever. Yeah. I, I, I just, I need someone new. Um, but the, the two that I had were just like, I just don't feel like you're fighting strong enough for me. Um, mm -hmm. In my opinion, on those cases, it has to do with also not telling them what they wanted to hear yeah. Yeah. in regards to the case, right? So that, like, look, you're paying me money. Are you going to fight for me because I'm a woman and you're a dad and you don't you you you'll fight more for dads? And I'm like, are you paying me or is the other side paying me? Like, yeah. Well, I'm paying you. And I'm like, well, I'm fighting for you today. Then, like, I don't. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your gender does not matter to me as long as you know the the money is green and I do a good job for you. That's yep. that's all I'm worried about. So um, you know that that would be yeah that would be I just okay. just that I guess. Well, I think he passed that. I think I he did too. Yeah. We, we need to come up with some more. We need questions. we need some more questions. We do. If all you're right. listening, write some in. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone would say. I mean, the fifth. I don't know. Unless unless you're asking me to name a judge I don't like. I, I would take the fifth man. Yeah. Well, I, well now. Yeah. Well, that we did talk when about. When you like, retire, we'll have you back on. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll tell you off air, but I'm, I'm not, not going to do it in a recording no, so someone can hear ask, that. But we never but, ask that a retired judge. I will. Say, I will say there is one judge who is currently on the bench who I. You will avoid at all costs. Not a. Not a. Ooh, fan could you? Of. Can you share the the county? 
<laughs> no, you I'm probably not, right? That's okay. You, don't have to you know it. what? I'll do it. We'll have fun. Gwinnett. It is Gwinnett. Um, there's, there's a lot of judges in Gwinnett. So, there are a lot there's, of yeah. There's a lot of judges I love in Gwinnett. So, yeah. Um, we'll never know. You'll never know because no. there's uh, too many. There's like 15 We're going to call them there. all and be like, there's magistrate judges, there's state court judges, yeah, Supreme Court what? judges, yeah. juvenile court judges. Oh. So, I promise you, uh, you you'll never, never find know. out. You won't. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> and we appreciate you joining us on this week's episode of the Opening Statements Podcast. Yes. Thank you for having me. Hopefully I, I did well. You did great. You did excellent. Thanks. So check us out um, at HyperChat Social on all of the social medias. And we'll catch you guys next time. Case, Case closed. closed.